You are now listening to The Art of Winning Show with your host and co-host, Eddie Truck Gordon and Miyoko Taylor, two best-selling authors. Eddie Truck Gordon is New York Emmy award-winning fighter, UFC Ultimate Fighter champion. Miyoko Taylor is a celebrity personal development coach and thought leader. Both have mastered the art of winning. It's never too late to tap into your amazing, and remember, success has no age limit. Hey, what's up, everybody? You are back to another episode of The Art of Winning Show. It's Miyoko Taylor once again with my amazing, amazing co-host, the man himself, Eddie Truck Gordon. What's happening, Eddie? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. I'm super excited. Three weeks until kickoff for this fight, but I, I never have uh, uh, no time for this beautiful podcast. Absolutely. And especially our guest that's coming on today. I am unbelievably excited, so I can't wait. I am beyond excited for so many <laughs> You guys can't see me, but I'm just like, my smile is like to my ears. Um, this is gonna be an amazing podcast. I mean, this woman has accomplished great things. Not only just herself, she comes from a an amazing family. So I cannot wait for her to start talking and giving us nuggets of wisdom. So I'm gonna let her talk about all the things that she's done. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce Shana Ferrigno. Hi, everybody. Thank you, guys. Truck and Yoko, we're already on these uh, first name basis of awesomeness. And, and thank you guys for having me. Um, do you want me to just lay it out? Like, I'm a Gemini, like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Lay, lay it out there. Let, let our listeners know since, since, um, since, since they can't see us, uh, let them know, lay it out there. And okay. so you know, Shana, this is like your platform, your show. Just be you. We're literally just, uh, we're not even thinking about the, the, the audio recording. We're just having fun. Okay, awesome. So I'm Shauna Ferrigno, and I come from the legacy of the Ferrigno clan. My dad is Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, Mr. Universe, kick-ass human. He has been married to my mom for 38 years. Um, I always say to him, I'm like, am I going to hear that you're going to be like a Harvey Weinstein where you're going to go and like be in the news for all of your bad behavior? And he's like, no, Shauna, I don't molest people, Shauna. I don't molest animals, women guys i go well that's really good to know so that's part of my legacy is our family's really close and we're really tight and um he's 80 percent hard of hearing my dad so growing up i didn't really get to know him because he went back into competition when i was about 13 and he never did mr olympia which is the number one bodybuilding competition because he had to go um, and do the Incredible Hulk series. So we lost that time. So we lost a lot of time, about a decade with him, getting to know him as a man. So through that, um, as an adult, I created a company called Ferrigno Fit. And it's his legacy and mine. And my legacy is more mental, physical, and spiritual. And his is more, because he's 80% hard of hearing, the physical component of bodybuilding. So what we do is we take the insights of the emotional, you know, either trauma or um, people that don't feel successful within themselves and we empower them emotionally. And then he helps design workouts for the, the body and, you know, the motivation of, you know, his, his motivator always was the Hulk. And then he turned into the Hulk. Isn't that crazy? That's so, you know, you, you look at your life and you go, you know, um, you have your motivation, and he always was like, I'm a hard of hearing kid in Brooklyn. I'm gonna be really strong one day because all these kids are beating me up. 
and I'm going to be like the Hulk because he couldn't do contact sports because he couldn't hear plays because he's never heard music in his life. So imagine never being able to hear music or, you know, you're, you're an athlete, you've played for, you know, the Jets, like he can't hear sports calls. So, um, so through Frig No Fit, what we do is we help empower people to become their best selves as you guys do with your life. And it's been a really amazing place and journey for us to not only get to know each other's father and daughter, but also empower people to become their best. Um, and then I wrote a book called The Reset Plan where I do the same. I go into people's homes and I teach them, you know, make your bed in the morning. You can't control what goes on in the world, you know, but make your bed because when you come home and you feel defeated, you feel undermined, you hate your boss, you want to go and grab a drink of alcohol and you feel out of control, look at that bed that you decided to make that morning. And that is something you can control in your life. And you can start there by habits, you know? So that's me in a nutshell. And I, I could talk all day. So truck and and Yoko stop me at any time. So I'm not gonna stop I, you at all. Because not, we're not stopping you. You're, you're, you're talking telling. about things that I never even knew, you know, about your father. And and mm -hmm. just it, it goes it's a testament to how much will because it trucks book the name of his truck uh, book is called forever trucking mastering the will to win and i'm mm. just thinking about your father's will to be successful and how he's passed that drive on to you whether you know it or not i think it's absolutely amazing what you're doing and one of the things that stood out to me as you talked about the emotional component most people neglect that fact and they miss out on that you see a lot of people on instagram or on social media with these fit bodies but they're not mentally fit Right, emotionally fit, and I mean, you you look at the recent headlines and things like that in the news about people that have recently committed suicide. So I love the fact that you are not only building physical muscles, but you're building mental muscles. You're building from the inside out. I think that is so awesome. You know, that, that is huge, and you said it. You said it best, Sashana. Like I I preach this all the time. Everybody asks me. How in the world did I go from being in corporate America, being fat, overweight, depressed? How the heck did I become, you know, UFC Ultimate Fighter Champion? And I tell them all the time, it wasn't the physical part, that was the hard part. It was the mental side. So the fact that you guys have Ferrigno Fit and you're tackling it from the inside out is huge. That's what I always preach, and I love it. And, you know, hearing you talk about your dad, hearing you talk about your family, how tight you guys are, that is huge. So that's going to lead me to my first question for you so I can get you talking again because you're pretty awesome. I love hearing your voice. Um, how and who was like that motivational person for you, that mentor for you, that kind of got you to shift that mindset and say, hey, I'm going to make a difference because you're making a huge difference and impact on people's lives just from the the, 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 the thought of your business uh, strategy. Who was that, that mentor for you? Well, it started with childhood. So number one was my mother because she helped. She When I was a fat kid, I was a really, really heavy kid because when my dad went back to bodybuilding, our home overnight became a business. So I wanted to kick kale in the face because, you know, all healthy foods took my dad away. So I decided that I was going to rebel. I told my family, oh, there's, you know, there's hunger drives going on at school. And so I would get Twinkies, Cheetos. I would get all the bad stuff. And there was no hunger drive that I was giving that food to. I was going upstairs in my room by myself eating it. And I thought that anything that went in my mouth that nobody saw didn't exist. And so I had this awful cycle of shame going on because I was angry at you know the healthy food that my dad was eating two times a day, he was at the gym. 
the gym and healthy food took him quote unquote away from me at 13. But I ended up being, you know, a 30 size, a size 36 men's pants, you know, at 11 years old, going to Disneyland, thinking about if I can even fit in the rides at 160 pounds, you know, like I shouldn't be thinking that at that point, desitin between my legs. But you know what I will say? My mother and father never said once to me, you're fat, you're disgusting, get yourself together. And that's what I try to tell people. You know, if you have people around you that really support you, all they did was they said, there's healthy food. We're here for you when you need help. You know, we love you. This is a phase. Talk to us if you need help. And that has really gotten me to where I am today because a lot of people don't have that. So they've been mentors in that sense. And then I'm just going to be straight up with who I look at at life. Oprah Winfrey. It, it may just sound cliche, but that woman, I swear, her ethics, who she is, the fact that she's a woman decided not to have children. That's a hard thing for us women, especially women, because how do you balance it all? You know, and she made that choice. And some women, you know, the minute you get married, they're like, people are like, when are you having kids? What's going on? Or, or I'm 37 yesterday. They're like, why aren't you married? What's going on with that? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I have my life. Don't worry about me, but I got my business. And you have to do some sort of compromise when it comes to really what you want. And I'm looking at girls in their 20s going, I'm married, everything's perfect. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the 20 year reunion, not the 10 year reunion. I wanna go to the 20 year reunion when shit gets really real. They married because they felt like they had to. They've got three kids, they're resentful. And, and I'm not, I'm, I'm a person that gets in the room and just really wants to keep it real. I'm, I'm that person. So besides my family, and, you know, Oprah, I think, has been a huge mentor. I don't know her, but her personal journey. And like you were saying, Tony Robbins is a big one. I just look to people that are really positive. And I say to people, I'm like, whether it's a priest, you know, whether it's a, a mentor of any sort, it doesn't have to be your family. It has to be somebody that builds you up. It could be an AA sponsor. It could be, it, it's just not a bottle of alcohol or food. That ain't your friend. You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. stop talking, but yeah, that's me. No, don't stop no. talking. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Please. I freaking love what you're talking about because that's what makes this show different than anybody else. Anybody else, I've done probably a billion interviews, and I hate those, the, the cookie-cutter storyboard ones where you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't be who you are. And I think that a lot of people that are in the public eye, they lose themselves, and they kind of ruin who they are because they're always trying to, to be somebody that they're not. If you're authentic, if you're real, if you just be yourself, you never have to worry about falling or failing because you are who you are. And if people don't accept you for who you are, then you don't need them in your life. Amen. The fact, that fact that that you're so authentic, I love. Because I'm going to keep it 100 with you. We've done so many shows, and the ones that are amazing, the ones that I feel like we could go on for years, are when people are just opening up, just being themselves, and not afraid of who they're going to solve, not afraid of... Of, of, of the stereotype of, of not being authentic. So I love it. And you're killing it. So don't don't ever feel you got to stop. We love it. I, I, really, <laughs> I really love the fact that um, it's amazing. And we often say this on how we're going to get the next guest and the next guest, but it really feels like we attract authentic people because we're authentic ourselves. Mm. And I think... One of the biggest things that most people don't understand is that there's power. Your inner superpower is based on your authenticity. People are tired of hearing about or seeing this big mountain of success or this platform or this pinnacle 
you know, you're placed upon without hearing the realities of it or what it took to get there, or I'm still not there yet. So you may see some certain level of success, but I'm still a human being. I still go through particular things. And I love what you said about the class reunion, because I remember one time in one point in my life, you know, I'm not married yet. And I remember one point in time in my life, I was looking at all of my classmates, right? And I'm just like, man, you know, they got wives, they got children, and they got all these other things. And I had somebody reach out to me. And one of the things that he said to me, like really put things in perspective, he's just like, man, he says, you're living the dream. And I said, what are you talking about? He says, you know, you have your own business, you're doing what you love to do, and you're in a place where you can be 100% who you are. Because he was in a position where this facade of family and what everybody expected to, him to do was not really who he was. And that was like a light bulb to me. And it's just like, wow, sometimes, and I guess the, the message I'm trying to say is sometimes we look at other people and we're like, man, I really want that. And those other people are looking at us talking about, man, I really want that. Not only do I want that, that's what I need. Yeah. So I think it's very interesting that you said that. Well, I also think with that, with, you know, building yourself in success is going to come times of loneliness. And I think that that's, and I think that that's okay. And that's time where I say to people, loneliness is not necessarily negative. You take it, it's all about mentality, right? So you take it to go learn something new, learn the guitar, go help people, pay it forward. And I think people don't pay it forward enough. You know, like, you know, this Anthony Bourdain, you look at him and you go, he's so charismatic, he's so full of life, he's so rich, he's so successful. But look, at the end of the day, it's what's going on inside of himself and demons that he could not crush, you know? And so you really have to look and be, and you know, they always say success is a warm place to hide. And, you know, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. But, you know, every day I wake up and I go, okay, like I said, I make my bed. I don't know what's going to go out there during the day, but I always say, you know, say what you mean, but don't say it mean. So, and also don't, don't affect, don't let your life, your bad day affect your manners. You know what I mean? Always have manners in life and, and always look at people like they're going through something. That's, that's what I always say, because I live in Los Angeles guys and people will literally walk next to you in Los Angeles. Nobody else will be on the street just you and them right next to each other and they'll ignore you and pretend they don't even say hello. So I'll go out of my way to just go, hi, hope you have a good day. And they'll look at me like a weirdo, okay? But I just, they're not gonna affect my sunshine. So, you know, but I walk, and you know, guys, I've lost people in my life that just do not like my spirit. But you know what? That's okay. Because it saves me energy to go and give that spirit to somebody else. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love everything you're saying. You're hitting, you're like hitting all types of, of nerves because I, I feel like, you know, we have a choice in life. We can smile or we can cry. And I'd rather smile. And if people don't like your positivity, then they don't deserve to attract that energy because that energy is super, super powerful. Now, I'm going to go a little bit deeper, man, because you're staying a lot really? of it. I think okay. I have a little, I think I have a little, <laughs> I want to hear it from you. What, like, what could you tell our listeners here right now that were like a big obstacle or or, um, or maybe even a better word for it, not, maybe not obstacle, but a facade that people kind of uh, think that, 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 that they have of you, whether it's your family name, whether it's uh, the obstacles you dealt with in business and personal life, what obstacles, I think that obstacles 
make us who we are. And I, I love, I love both failure and, and obstacles. So what major obstacles you think you dealt with that, that, that you think our listeners could benefit from hearing? Um, you know, it comes from, you know, my dad, right? So he's Lou Ferrigno. But at the same time, everyone thinks, oh, she's got it all. Like she can walk in a door. She made this on her own. You know, I've had a job since I was 15. My parents are like, we're rich, you're poor, go work. And I'm like, wait, excuse me? How, how does that work? Because they grew up real poor themselves. And I say to people, I'm like, because everyone thinks everything's gifted to me. But, you know, I've been the fat kid. You know, the fact that I, I don't look at myself every day and go, God, my body's perfect. I also don't look at myself and go, damn, I'm going to sit at home and eat more Cheetos because of it. But I work hard for everything that I have. And so, you know, I, a lot of obstacles that I've had is being taken serious in the business because I don't have six pack abs all the time. You know, I don't have the quote unquote perfect body like these girls on Instagram. I'm not gonna show my ass. I'm not gonna show my boobs. You know, I'm not gonna trade my respect for my dignity for attention. Now I'm not hating on anybody that does, but at the same time, I've decided that my brand is, is more inside out. And so a lot of people say to me, well, because I a lot of my clients, you know, are obese. And I really enjoy working with people that have to start from, you know, a place that's not perfection. And I may never have six pack abs, you guys. But what I'm saying is, is that I wake up with myself every day and I go, I've got the legacy of Lou Ferrigno as my father. He's amazing. But it has been hard watching people change on me because right away like i'll be the first one to be like run a business my father's luke ferrigno because a hard thing where people are like are you bragging and i'm like no i want to keep it real because the worst feeling and i don't know if anybody can relate like in different ways if father's a judge if you don't have a father any of that sense of it's not shame for me but it's like that person will treat me like oh cool you're cool and then i'll watch them hear who my father is across the room by somebody telling them and they change in an instant. And then they come up to me, kiss my ass. And I've had to learn how to balance that. For me, as Sean at Brigna, because everyone's like, oh, what's it like for the Hulk being your dad? Like, oh, And I'm like, no, I'm his daughter. So really learning my place and saying, my father is who he is, he's an amazing man, but I have my own legacy to live. And I think a lot of people can relate to that with different points of their lives. You know what I mean? You played for the Jets, but that doesn't define you, you know, like what you've created defines you. You know what I mean? You know, we wrote books and I don't know if I answered your question. I, I feel like I owe you for a therapy session right now. So I don't know. I, I, I love it. You answered my question spot on and, and I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think you realize it, but you're saying so many of the same powerful things that I'm thinking. You're like a mind reader because I literally, I hated the fact from when I, when I went from from, from being a football player, that was my identity. Being in, in sports, that was like my identity. Going to corporate America, I kind of lost a little bit of myself. And then going back into fighting and then being a UFC Ultimate Fighter champion, you see the people change. Like the same, it's almost like I had a facelift or something. It's like, you know, <laughs> now you get different women throwing themselves at you, different companies now mm-hmm. want to do this with you. It's like, are you doing this because I'm, a, I'm an awesome person or are you doing it because you can build something for me? And it's the same thing with, and Yoko is going to appreciate this because you know, when we first started this show, when Yoko used to reach out to some of these high profile people, they wouldn't give them a the time of day. But then I reach out to them with my verified mm-hmm. check mark and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you know, the, the, the switch happened. Oh, oh, we'd love to do a new show. We'd love to do this. We'd love to do that. And it's almost like, 
No, like my my co-host, he's he's just not he just doesn't have a blue check mark, but that's gonna make you treat him differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Why in the world? It's the same show. It's the right. same people to be on there. It's just somebody that had a, a verified tag hit you up and now it changes your whole your script on life. And I hate that. I literally, literally yeah. hate that. But it's like human nature, right? And so so I, now I'm rambling, and you did. I it. love it. I love it. Please. Know, it's, it's, it's or they find out who I've worked with or who I coach, and then it's just, mm. ah, right. Oh, okay, nice to nice to meet you. And mm. it's, it, it, it's interesting because I want to share this. Something Please. that Chuck did and really inspired me when he did it. So we were having a conversation. We did an Instagram live one night, and it was just about this infamous blue check mark that everybody's trying. <laughs> like it's yeah. Just, like it's the unicorn in the room that nobody's yeah, he's like, yeah. You know. <laughs> so Chuck said, you know what? It was a good, it was a good Instagram live. So he said, this is what I'm gonna do. I am gonna take my name from Truck MMA UFC and gonna go to my real name, Truck Gordon. I'm mm. gonna lose my blue check mark. So he made a stand and lost his blue check mark. <laughs> and they gave it back to him like two days later. <laughs> it was just like, hey man, if they want to give it back to you, fine. But I think what he did really resonated with a lot of people because it's not about the blue check mark. I know people who are very successful and have 2,000 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I know people that have 300,000 to a million who are very unsuccessful, but they mm -hmm. uh, they present this image yep. of success. And it's a very superficial hollow image that the right person when they see it it's just like i know what you're doing mm. so i love everything you're saying the fact that you may never have abs and you love working with people that are obese or that at that beginning foundation because mm. you know what oftentimes those particular people are the ones that are left by the wayside yeah and people want to look at them and, and want to work with them and those are the people in my honest opinion that truly truly need the most and one thing that I'm gonna to touch on, you talked about being lonely. As an entrepreneur, if you're aspiring to be great in any level of your life, there's gonna be a period of loneliness. And I don't want people to make that as an excuse to say, right. I always have to be around somebody because right. the matter is this. If you are by yourself and you can't stand to be around yourself, mm. then you have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> I wanna be by myself because that's when my ideas come. That's when I can rest, recharge, you know, think about certain things, reflect on life. I do that every single day. You know, I need that space to myself. So if you're spending time, ladies and gentlemen, with yourself and you're like, oh my God, I got to do something. I always got to be around somebody. You need to really look at the company you keep when you're by yourself. Exactly right. <laughs> something is wrong. Yeah. I thought I was crazy because I like being myself too much. Everybody, everybody, thinks I'm big, everybody thinks I'm this big, huge extrovert. And it's like, no, if I text you, please do not call me. I want to text you. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, keep it around. Yeah. I think, I think you've been through that then because before my laugh, I know you had that. You text somebody and instead of them responding back with a simple one, two, now they want to call you. Like, I don't know. That's a pet peeve of mine. I don't know. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's true. It's like if I text you and you call me, we were having a conversation with text because it was yeah. more convenient. Right. And I didn't want to pick up the phone and have a conversation. And some people are like that because you know the moment they pick up the phone, I mean, oh God. Like, oh, just, game game changes, game changes. 
Well, I always have to pick up my mama's phone, though. She always, I always have to pick up her calls because well, well, she okay. Mama's, default. mama's you gotta, are different. You gotta pick up mama. I am a mama's boy, so you ain't say nothing but facts. Like, I'm like, I don't care if I'm in the desert, I'm in the middle. Right. I'm picking up. If I got my cell phone on me, I'm picking Amen. up. I'm I love your energy. I love oh, you guys too. Yeah. Like, like it's insane. I can just feel it through through, through the, the audio. And now, uh, listeners, you can't know this, but Shauna had a beautiful birthday last night. You know, she yes. Turned she turned 21 again. So, oh, yeah. 30 times. And, and, no, I'm proud of my age. Listen, I'm 37. I'm real clear. I 20s was like banging my head against the wall, and it was mm-hmm. kind of like figuring out where I was. I always say life's about creating yourself, not finding yourself. So I've done a lot of things in my 20s that I I know what I don't like. You know, I, I'm not going to say what I like exactly, but I know what I won't go back to. And so at 37, I feel like I'm in. I'm my voice resonates. I'm in my soul. You know, I'm I'm really clear about, you know, saying, I'm just not into, like one of, this girl the other day, she's just one of those girls that are just like, when am I hanging out with you? What are we doing? What, what's the deal? And I was like, and she goes, do you have, no, no, she says this to me, cause I'm really not about her. And she goes, and she's forcing me. And she goes, do you have emotional issues? She goes, do you have, um, what is it? Um, do you have commitment issues, right? She ain't t- trying to date me. She wants to be my friend. And I said to her, and I said, I ain't that into you. I said, I'm just gonna keep it really real right now. I ain't, I'm not that into you. And then she was like, okay, well that was honest. And I was like, okay, then leave me alone. Like, God yeah. love her, but don't pressure me. I'm 37, I don't have a lot of years left. So come on. Oh, you know, I, I love that about you. Honestly, that makes those spot on. And I wanna thank you because I think you just named this episode like, cause we always wanna make sure we find the perfect name that's gonna resonate with, with, with listeners. and creating yourself, I think that is awesome. Like that just resonated to me because everybody was saying, find yourself, find yourself, but yeah, you, you, you are there. You just gotta create it. And I love, love, love So that. we gotta, we gotta segue into the challenge, man. Come on. Yes, yes. We got this well, before, before, we, before we do the challenge, I wanna give you the floor, Sean. I want you to tell everybody yes. where they can follow you because you blew me away today. I never do a guest because I want to ask the question I feel like our listeners are going to want to know, our fans are going to want to know, and I'm blown away. So please tell every single one of our audiences uh, right now where they can find you, how they can connect with you. And I love you because I was the the OB boy guy. I probably should have been one of your clients. I was over 300 plus pounds. Wow. They're like, what the hell? No way in the world. And I thought I'll never have abs ever in my life. And I finally found them. So I'm, I'm really oh. happy about that. But they do disappear rather quickly. Yeah. So. They- <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. That's awesome. That's oh, very I great. Appreciate I appreciate it. Well, tell all of our listeners where they're going to find you. Yes, okay. So um, I'm. it's at Shauna Frigno on Instagram. We have our at Frigno Fit on Instagram. Um, and then also my name, Shauna, S-H-A-N-N-A, F-E-R-R-I-G-N-O, at Facebook as well, Twitter. Um, yeah, just keep it simple. And then the reset plan you can find on ferignofit.com. That's my book, or you can find it um, on Amazon. So it's exciting. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna go pick up that book. There's no doubt about it. Another notch come through that uh, today. And we're gonna share it. We're gonna plaster your stuff everywhere. But I'm gonna let Miyoko bring us in. We got a little surprise for you. Oh, yes. oh, oh yeah. Oh. 
We are firm believers on this show and as human beings that motivation is good, but momentum and implementation without that is just simply hype. So we have to always leave some our listeners with some applicable information, things that they can do right now. So the floor is yours, the stage is yours. I want you to give everybody listening today on this platform something that they can do right away that's going to immediately impact their life. And you are on. Okay, I would say the first thing is be careful about the way you talk about yourself because you are listening. So really watch the way you talk about yourself to other people. If it's negative, nip it in the bud. You know, like ha have a rubber band around your wrist and maybe you know, nobody else knows, but snap it every time you say something negative because negative attracts negative. And so start putting some positive vibes out there. Um, and I also would say I'm really big into projects, completing projects, home projects. You know, we all have that, we all have that a closet that we throw things in when guests come, you know, and I have that closet where I walk by and I got shame because it's just a mess in there. But you know, when your house and your home is messy or your car's messy, your mind's gonna be messy. So go under that bed, clear out some stuff, get rid of some things, give it to people. If you haven't worn things in like two years and they're in their closet, give back donate something today. You know, that's one thing you can do to just give back and clear your space because we, I always say you never see a hearse behind a casket. You can't take it with you when you go. So really make sure that you are not having your, your things control your life. You know, look at family members and people to help you guide you, but don't let assets control like a candle that I'm holding right now. You think I need this? No, I don't need this candle. It's lovely. But you know, if it's taking up too much room, get rid of it and really clear your space so that your mind is free to be creative. That's what I would say. I love, I'm like, that is awesome. I love that. That is so spot on. That's awesome. I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> Now I just need to come to Jersey and New York and hang out because I miss New York. I love it. I, oh I'm in the wrong state. How is that transition from Brooklyn to LA? I've never been to LA. I had so many different meetings I was supposed to go there. And I, I've been to Vegas a billion times. I was supposed to drive to LA, never been to LA. How in the world do you go from Brooklyn to LA? How was that transition? Well, I'm from LA. My dad's from oh, Brooklyn. So, but, but I, I went to school in SUNY Purchase in New York. And then I lived, I lived in like Harlem and all of that. But oh. I don't want to cuss on this show, but they have a saying about New York, the East Coast and LA. In New York and the East Coast, they say F you and mean hello. And in LA, they say hello and mean F you. Meaning in the East Coast, they're like, F you, are you good? We're good, okay, move on. <laughs> LA, it's very like, very passive aggressive a lot of times where it's just like, okay, yeah, smile and wave. In the East Coast, you're gonna know exactly what you get. So dad's from Brooklyn, I lived in New York for a long time. I just, I miss that in your face, you're real, keep it real and keep moving. So if you have a friend in LA, you have a friend in LA anytime you'd like to come visit. The weather I is beautiful. Well, I am blown away. This episode was off the charts. I don't know how we keep pulling it off. I always think that we're never gonna be able to top the next episode in some way, somehow we find out Shauna and next thing you know, there's our magic happening. Uh, I wanna thank every single listener listening. We, we love you guys. Thank you for supporting the Art of Winning show. And the floor is yours, Joko. Take us out, I'm blown away. Okay. I'm just gonna, my last remarks is, look at your space, like physical space, like she said, your mental space. And if there's anything that needs to be removed or trashed, 
that's what we got to do. So, Shauna, thank you so much for having us. Thank uh, you, for, guys. For being on the show. Um, there's so much I can say, but this can only be for a certain period of time. So I thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Always come back, same that time, same back then. <laughs> I'm a fan. I will. I'll see you. I'll hear. I'll listen to you guys next week. This is great. <laughs> <laughs>